Welcome back to Treading Lightly. Where we try to tread lightly. I'm Katrin Odi. I'm Francesca Scorsese. Currently, Fran's probably somewhere in Europe. <laughs> Katrin's probably somewhere in California, probably, yeah. at this point. But Dude. here we are in New York on a lowly Saturday night, about to go out. Yeah. And yeah. here to chat with you guys. Oh, how was your day? What'd you do? Very chilled. I felt like a loser today because um, my roommate was running around like pride and going to marches and she's going out Aww. to a club in Brooklyn tonight. And like, I was sat at my desk catching up on Love Island. <laughs> oh my God, at this point in Love Island, <laughs> if any, there's any Brits going on, Molly's just been dumped from the island. What a crazy, crazy thing that just went down. Cra like they did a popular vote and she was nowhere near the bottom, you know, like she's popular. Well, and they just, I she's think. Gone. She'll probably be brought back. For I think she'll season. be brought back. Yeah. I think what they'll do is they'll wait for her couple, uh, Zach, to get like comfortable with the new girl or like move on. And then they're going to bring her in out of nowhere. Just to fuck with his head you know, the minute he thinks he's settled again. TV is so fucking wild to me. Like, I okay, I recently got um, asked to, like, to audition for The Circle, which <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. I feel like I'm not really smart enough. Not that I'm not smart enough, but I'm kind of like... I think I'd be a total shit show, especially if I'm all by myself. Well, like, what? It'd just be me and probably Yeti. Would you play yourself? Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Yeah, I, I saw. Be the most um, genuine. I followed this blind YouTuber, Molly Burke, um, and her whole channel is about being blind, and it's super interesting. That's why I watch it. And um, she she got she auditioned for the Circle, and she was going to go on. I wonder what the audition is herself, like. Herself, except not blind. Oh, to like see how people treated her differently. So then what? She was going to like do it as a social experiment because they never meet. And so that when they But met, then what if she's alone and they're like, I don't know. I don't know if there's something that it's like requires. I don't know. I don't know. But they were going to bring her on. It was going to be her That's cool. and her mum so okay, that she could mom. like okay, see so and stuff. See. But like, it, I thought that would be so interesting. They I'm didn't so do sad. it? They, no, they didn't pick her. What? I know. It's such a shame. Because that would have been so interesting. I don't know. Maybe I should think about it. But I'm kind of like... I also got asked to be on Claim to Fame, which is like... That which I want to see you do. I know. But I feel like at, at that point then, I would be... In my dad's shadow, yeah, you the would whole be Martin Scorsese's time. daughter. Phil. I would never just be Francesca. You know what yeah. I mean? And like that's what I'm trying so hard to break away from. But I don't know. I, for those of you who don't know, claim to fame. It's like I mean, it's like a ton of essentially nepo babies that like don't know of each other. Yeah. And they're all they can lie about who they're related to, mm -hmm. but they could be related like they could be a sister, brother, like a cousin, uh, cousin, uncle, grandchild, yeah, like fucking anything. daughter, son, whatever, literally whatever. And I remember like Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter was on that yeah, the season Simone I watched. Simone Biles' twin Dean sister. Dean Martin's granddaughter. Which was so dumb because they looked identical. <laughs> yeah, no, they looked identical. So they saved her for the end because there was like a wall in the house that they were all living in that was like, it has clues to everybody, like who everybody's related to. And then there's like games that they do every day that like you get a hint like yeah, a clue well, that's why i'd want to see you on that show because i feel like it would be really funny to watch you do so challenges shit. i would be so shit at to like watch you running around that house like trying Bro, to put i'd clues be sweating together. i would yeah i would not be able to do it like other clues and also i am the worst with names like you can throw out one of the most yeah. famous names and i'll be like who is it again i have to see their face I'm worse and i have to you. look at no you're not Oh my god, I am every no, you're not. time because no, you you're know not. a lot of famous people, and you'll mention someone, and I'll be like, "Who?" And no. you'll be like this incredibly just like, but, like, but like people that like you should know. I just don't. 
I don't know unless I see their face and I look at their like bio and like see what they've been in. Yeah. I'm really, really bad. My favorite thing about that show is it's got the most genius hosts. Frankie and Kevin Jonas. <laughs> the Jonas. Like the, the two other Jonases is such Dude. a, whoever came up with that. It's I definitely the tempting show was though. Written for them like I want to, wanna, I kind of want to do it, but it's, it, I think I'd rather do the circle. I, I think you would hate the, the lack of control. I would totally hate it on like I'd probably cry every night and yeah well you wouldn't be able to see it until afterwards but like I we'd know. be watching it and I'd like be watching it probably thinking like oh my god she's gonna hate this like yeah. ah like she's being shown not as who she is or I know she wouldn't have said that without this context you yeah. know what I mean yeah, like totally reality tv is so scary I think too, it would I be think. painful to watch I don't know there's I don't know, but um, I think I think your instincts are right that the circle would be better for you than claim to fame. But I do think claim to fame would be funnier to watch. Right, I agree. <laughs> like if I was your manager and I was like, you should, which one's gonna like make you more <laughs> iconic? It would be claim be to fame. Yeah, but for your own mental health, probably the circle. the circle. No, I think I don't know. I think they'd think it's a terrible idea for me to be on claim. Probably, to fame. yeah. But I follow a ton of people who who were on the show, and they followed me back. And I was I was gonna ask them. I was gonna be like, "What was the like?" I know you probably had a great. I feel time, like you'd also struggle with the no phone. I know I would. I you'd would. be I so concerned would. about what was going on in the outside world. I would. I totally would. Anyway, I mean, we were planning on just kind of answering questions from y'all. Yeah, we feel a bit bad because I feel like we ask for questions and then you we know, run out of time because we fall. Or on we topics. answer them at the end, and then people probably just I don't know. Yeah. But um But we we have a bunch. Keeks with your mic, do you have any? Why don't you tell us your death row meal? Ooh. There's like a part of me that's screaming Auntie Anne's mac and cheese. <laughs> really? And also Nobu, like a whole meal from Nobu. And like an apple martini. An apple martini mm-hmm. of all things. Mm-hmm. Mine would be my dad's fajitas. Or wait, the Tiger is like my new favorite restaurant. Your new fa- it's been your favorite the entire time I've known it's you. It's been new as of this year. <laughs> <laughs> but mine would be my dad's fajitas. He makes them. They're such fajitas. A, a fajitas. They're such a British abomination of Mexican food. But my God, they're my comfort thing. Like every time I, I, I had them. a layover in London for a few hours and my dad made fajitas because he knows me. You Yum. know, like that's that's my my comfort thing. Yum. For sure, 100% any day of the week. What about you, Kika? I want to say ice cream, but that's not a meal. You I can think do it's ice okay. Cream. You can say ice cream. What but kind? isn't it like a chef that makes this stuff at the jail? Like they don't like order it. Well, no, I think you can ask for like an in and out burger, you know, like, and I think if I said my dad's going to deliver fajitas, you know, <laughs> like, I, I think you <laughs> let can him make, deliver my fajitas. I, I think you can make it work. And also we're in a hypothetical world, but yeah. I don't know if Nobu would happen. <laughs> Nobu better Not unless, happen. like, someone else bought it and gave it to the prison. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a nice Chipotle bowl. I'd have the weirdest fucking meal. I'd have every fucking genre right? of yeah. food. It's funny. I used to make fajitas all the time in our old apartment, but you haven't known us since we've made fajitas. fajitas when did you make fajitas? Thing. We used to have, like, Taco Tuesday every night. Oh, yeah, we did. Every I mean, fucking Tuesday. Can we do that, please? Yeah, they're fine. Pretty, please? I'm just thinking. Crying. When I get, um... When I get my visa, mm. I want to throw a really big party. A rager. A fucking rager. Yeah, and you better get shit-faced. Oh, like my on your God. Ass. I will be, like, giggling, crying, yeah. falling off of things. Having really deep emotional conversations, like, while you're, like, I'll probably write in. everyone letters. Like, yeah. it'll be crazy. <laughs> I, I, f- 
I, sorry, just because you said falling over Akika's birthday, it was so funny because I, I was over. drunk, but I wasn't that drunk. Like, because I stood on the table, right? Because a song played that played in Saint Tropez, <laughs> and in Saint Tropez, when we went, we like the thing tables. everyone does in Saint Tropez, they dance Stand on tables. tables. So I, a song came on that we listened to in Saint Tropez, and I got on a table, and Kiko just gave me a look, and I got down so fast. <laughs> Which <laughs> table? Like, the table upstairs that's like on wobbly. the roof. Yeah, girl, the broken table. On girl, Kiko gave me a look, and I got down so fast. Yes. And then, then our friend, she wouldn't get down. And Catherine was like, get down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know our I sober, started this, but I'm ending friends. it. Really, really sober <laughs> friends. <laughs> All right, rapid fire. What's next? Next question. I used to have one when I was a kid that was really intense. I might have told you this story, but for months and months and months, I had a dream that I lived in a science lab with a bunch of other kids. And every night, pirates would come mm. and they would kidnap a child from the science lab so every night we would be hanging out in the science lab and we'd hear the pirates coming and we'd all hide oh and every night they would always manage to find one person it's the visa people and so like no this is when <laughs> i was like this is when I was like seven but like, like the thing would go and yeah. i'd lose another kid every night and it would feel so vivid to me right like i could i could see everyone depleting and every night i would hide under the desk at the front of the science lab and so Every night it worked, right? It was my safe space. I would go onto the desk. It was fine. Until one night, they got me. They got me and they took me to their pirate ship and I fought them oh. and I won <laughs> and I sailed away in their pirate ship and I never had that dream again. Wow. And I had that dream for months. It was like... You you defeated it. I defeated my Maybe recurring dream. Maybe you had a problem. Yeah, you like had a problem and then you solved it. And then it got solved. Months, so yeah. So I have a very it's crazy, complex, so vivid to me even to this day. Complex uh, story with my dreams. I, I usually I do get reoccurring ones, but I don't realize that they're reoccurring until I'm literally having the dream again, and it feels familiar. Mm. And I actually, for like since 2018, I've been um, kind of like cataloging my dreams in this app. I used to have a dream journal, which. It's not even a journal. I'm actually, whoever is listening to this, get this fucking app. It's called Oniri, O-N-I-R-I. And like you have a page to like write down what happened in your dream. You can even like record your voice talking about it, I think. And then it'll give you like themes, reoccurring themes. And then there's drop down categories of like different things. So if you have like um, a dream about a dog and you type in dog, it'll, it'll come up. You just put the letter D and it'll come up as dog. There's like thousands of different like objects and people and places. You can even add your own and like the significance that they have mm -hmm. behind them to you. But you add them all and then it, it gives you like a diagram of, of feelings and you can click exactly what feelings they are and they're all under subcategories of like happiness and then fear and then like, you know, just anger and all these things um humiliation like stuff like that and you click and, it, and then it'll show you a web of like how your dream is like mapped out between all of these different feelings and then you can choose like a cover photo which now they they have like an ai thing that you can like type in whatever you want Not us back with the ai talk <laughs> but you can create like your cover photo and um or choose like a photo just in general that they have on their app um, which I think it's just like a Google search. I don't really even know, but you choose whatever kind of feels like 
the visuals that you saw in your dream. And then when it goes to like, when you're done, like filling all that shit out, it's like, it's really easy and like only takes like 10 minutes or whatever you click next and it'll give you a synopsis of your dream and it'll show you what each individual object or person or place what those mean when you dream of them. So like what it means mm. if you dream of a dog or what it means if you dream of being in a hospital or in a car. Do you do this every I, morning? No, not every, it's only if the dream is very vivid and if I really have the time to do it. But I have so many dreams since 2018 and you can rate the kind of dream that they are. Like if it's a nightmare, how intense of a nightmare it was or if it was a good dream and how vivid these dreams are. And it genuinely will give you like an analysis and then you can kind of write down like how that pertains to your life and then come to your own conclusion about what your subconscious is trying to tell you, if mm. that makes sense. And I'm literally obsessed with this app and I also want to use it to make films and shit. Yeah. But see, look, emotions and like all those feelings. Whoa. And you have to log those Symbols, I feel objects, like I would characters, do that. places, themes, actions, and then you can link it to contexts if it's linked to a context in your life or if it's a recurring dream, lucidity, um, if you can control the dream, and then the interpretation, which that's the emotions map. Mm. It's like so cool. Not sponsored. Okay, Just next kidding. question, next question. <laughs> if your entire wardrobe had to be one brand, what would it be? Zara has a lot of really good options. That's fair. Can I choose a thrift store? Oh, that's a good idea. I would but then that's not store. one brand. It could be one that's store. thousands of brands. That's why I asked if I could. Oh. If I could, that's what okay, I would do. Okay, give us do. both. I'll give you both. Okay, so if I had to pick a thrift store, it's hard because I would pick like a Buffalo Exchange or an L train if I wanted like more practical things. But if I wanted to live my life like an icon, I'd pick Beacon's Closet. <laughs> I, like, I want to say something really boring like Uniqlo. There's a great uh, website called Verge Girl. It's an Australian clothing brand. Mm. I could wear their clothes forever. But again, that would be like very, I would be stuck in summer for the rest of my life. Yeah. But that has good variation. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Verge Girl. Okay. With Uniqlo. And then Beacon's Closet. <laughs> so everything. Just say Beacon's Closet. Just say Beacon's Closet. I would go for a thrift store. If mm. I had to pick, I would go for a thrift store. Next question. <laughs> All right. Tell us about the most iconic night in New York you've ever had. I'm very sorry, Katrin, but this has to be probably my uh, 23rd birthday. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, what we did had I a... do? I thought I was going to be like, doing something <laughs> stupid in this My story. dad and I had a joined birthday because my birthday is November 16th and his is November 17th. And the context of why she's sorry, this is because I was, um, <laughs> we weren't really, Fran and I friends. weren't close. We, we were acquaintances yeah. at this point and we became close like weeks after, which is why it's like a, oh, this it's sucks. Like so annoying. Cause I even considered inviting you and I was like, we were early days and it was a it big was event very, and it would have been kind of weird, I think. No, I didn't. But it was it also like a, a guest list of like 400 like we, people. We used to hang out. We, we would, cause we, this is when we were just colleagues on the film. Yeah. And so like our conversations were limited to like, like Zoom calls, and yeah. text. Yeah. Like I, will, I, I wasn't And we were still very cordial with each other. Like <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I was considered. I had never met Katrin at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, Keeks true. and I had never even met. Like I, I don't think, I don't think there's any hard feelings. In person? Yeah. Your birthday party. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fran Another had a second birthday party. Which, which I, I was invited to. Because it was um, a couple <laughs> weeks later. <laughs> but okay. So this was like, it was at Casa Cipriani. 
the most beautiful fucking venue. We had the ballroom. It was like Leo DiCaprio like got us this party, I guess, and my dad's manager too. And like they just made the night happen. There was like a fucking ice sculpture. There was like a wall of that said Scorsese with like this taxi on it and my a lot of my dad's like posters and really cool shit, which I am so mad to this day I did not take a fucking photo in front of. I waited until everybody like basically was leaving to go take the photo and they were taking the wall down and refused to put it to like just stop so I was like damn it but it was one of the most magical nights and it was like we stayed the night there I saw my niece take her like first little crawls (laughs) in Casa Cipriani hotel room and um so many of my friends were there from all walks of life and it was just like one of the most insane evenings ever absolutely ever i was so drunk good i don't even remember like one of the comedians was speaking the whole time but like it was it was just so extravagant and lovely but um i do have to say another night would be when we um went to the after parties for the met gala the shit that was pretty iconic how about you i don't know like i'm thinking and i like I feel like it's an easy cop-out for me to be like the first time I went to the box, the Met Gala after party, because those are like very iconic nights. Mm -hmm. But when I like look beyond that and look back in like the whole five years I've lived here, it's going to sound so soppy. But the um, closing night of my show off-Broadway that I directed, that was Mm -hmm. like absolute bucket list one of the best nights of my life in New York. Like, oh. cried in the back row. Like, uh, the whole audience was, like, was such a good audience. Everyone was, like, laughing and crying. And my family were there from London. And, like, everyone was there. And it was just, like, such a... I felt really, really proud. And, like, I'd made the right decision that night. Mm-hmm. And a lot of ways that... Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, NYU's super expensive and, like, scholarships and yada yada aside and moving across the world was just a kind of a bold move on my part. <laughs> kind of. And it was one of those <laughs> moments where it was like, okay. This is good. This is good. Yeah. And I made something good. And I'm really proud of this thing that I made. Oh, and true. the world is small enough that, like, all of my loved ones from New York and London are here. Mm. And that was like, that was one of the like, that that peaks out for me. And then of course there's like my sophomore year apartment where we used to throw parties on the roof every weekend. (laughs) And like, that was pretty iconic for a year straight. And like, I don't know, we were the party house for a year and that was super fun. And well, you know what I just realized? We didn't talk about, we went this week to see um, the sign in, what's his name? The sign in Sydney Brunstein's window by Lorraine Hansbury on Broadway. Um, we went with my dad and Kika and Katrin and Michaela. Oh, sorry, Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> keep that. Just keep that. <laughs> um, yeah. And, 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 and Bebe. Poppy. Bebe. Be- be- Who the fuck Bobby. is Bebe? Poppy. Bobby. Poppy. 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 And Poppy. Poppy. Pepperoni it's pizza. better than Bebe. Uh, Bebe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um yeah, but we went and it's because my my um my Robert De Niro's son is yeah, in it. Yeah, De Niro's That's cool. Let's call cool My Uncle Bob's son <laughs> Julian is in it and I didn't even know he acted and he did fucking incredible. He was great. 
it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't even know like what we were about to see, if I'm being quite honest. Like, I just knew that Katrin knew the play, whatever. I, like, I don't even know what was going on. That, but that was that was great. We got to see it and I got to stand on the Broadway stage. It yeah, was really cool. We went backstage and it's so funny. I watched everyone. the light drain out of Francesca's eyes as she realized I was a theater kid. I was talking to one of the actors and I was like so you guys had a run at BAM before this right and like so how was the stage different in that space like I know that space is so different from this space he's like telling me about how they had like a whole other floor to this house and I was like wow 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 and like what went on down there and like how was that must have been like kind of like the empty (laughs) and we were talking and I could just see Fran like blank eyes nodding at me like oh she's a theater kid (laughs) i was like okay no but i have to say the the main actress was fucking incredible and oscar isaac of course was so good yeah marvelous mrs Maisel. yeah what's her actual name i don't know rachel brosnan rachel brosnan that's yeah she's so good she came out after the play and i was like who is this girl i know they all looked so different oh my god Crazy. It was actually crazy. It really surprised yeah, it really me. Really freaked me out. Even the sister. Yeah. Oh my god! I was like, "Who is this?" Yeah. Makes no sense. No, it was very nice. It was a very naturalistic sister. Lorraine Hansberry play set in an apartment. Um, well, I think it's also them changing into like regular clothes. It's like. Oh yeah, no. Like, I was just going on to like talk about the play. What? No, I know. I'm just saying, like them seemingly like so different is also it's different. You're seeing them going from like yeah. period piece clothes to like sweats also their hair yeah they we met the lady that does their hair yeah she was nice she was she was very nice but like i imagine she has a hell of a job on her hands considering how different they looked when they walked out yeah but that was super cool um anyway next question what's one place in new york that you've always wanted to visit i want to climb the spire on the top of the empire state building what is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) I've actually always wanted, there's like a, there's a little shoulder, um, off the West side highway that like has this beautiful little like photogenic spot. Yeah. Like windows with like little columns and like, I would totally want to just stop there and just like, I've always wanted to, but I just haven't. Fair enough. You're sparking a bunch more in me. There's a stained glass water tower. Oh. Um, right on the edge of Brooklyn, right by one of the bridges. And I, every time I go past it on the train, I think, I want to go there. <laughs> I want to go to I there. I see stuff and I'm like, I want to go there. And then I never do. There's an abandoned school right by my sophomore year apartment, which was on Avenue C. I always wanted to go inside. And I remember one time I saw a TikTok of people sneaking in there. And I, I never... Post, I never comment on TikToks ever. And I commented and I was like, how did you get in? <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to know where was the entry point? Because it's like boarded <laughs> up to the... I've like... I literally always wanted... I, I, I love watching like people go into like abandoned shit and whatever. Like I would totally want to do that, but I'm such a fucking wimp. But the coolest thing about it, like being in films is that we do get to do that. Yeah, I guess Like so. on Heartbreak, um, which is the film I AD'd and Fran was a mother on... And slash, <laughs> um, and she, she came. She came on for it for half a day, and we were in a school for the second half, which you never got to see. But it was an abandoned school. Yeah, that we were using as a film set. That was cool like as fuck. An abandoned coven, almost an abandoned coven, because it was run by nuns. Freaky. It was so crazy, and you would like go into the different rooms, and there would be like 
like all this stuff just left behind like we set decorated with stuff we just found in the school like oh, old wow. victorian like desks and clocks and everything we just like textbooks too like Definitely everything creepy i would not really? want to be there at night Jesus. and like there was like the nuns rooms really? like there were be like beds and that i was there at night because the last night we wrapped I was there right until the end and it was raining and it was scary and because it was old and abandoned, it was like raining inside. Ooh. And I was like the last person there because <laughs> I was making sure everyone got out safely. Oh, American Horror Story? Yeah. Oh, American Horror Story shot there and then we got to shoot there too. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm Sorry. looking at our, our questions on our thing. On Instagram? Yeah, and Lily, <laughs> who's going to be a guest one of these days, Kika's cousin. She goes First she goes, who's your fave sis slash cousin slash best friend? <laughs> of course, Lily. And <laughs> then she question, goes... but a request to abolish the word potty said, said by, by Catherine Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> so good. That's so funny, because I say potty and what I mean is podcast. And I would say potty. <laughs> For the toilet, <laughs> but Americans say potty for the toilet. So when I say let's potty, everyone thinks I'm saying let's potty. Yeah, let's go, let's go potty. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to pee. Or like at an event, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we pottied before we came. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hmm. Well, there's a podcast you guys potty this is an interesting one uh worst thing about directing a film mm. sticking to the schedule no i agree i agree i was talking to jade about this because um, she was asking me about theater i mean i've spoken about it a lot in this episode but i'm a big um theater and film person but i come from theater and my the reason i stick to theater and the reason i like hard like i i lust for it is because of the the time mm -hmm. that is available to you when making theater like you get months and months of rehearsals and perfecting and you get to see the show over and over again and they say directors aren't allowed to give notes after opening but i think that's bullshit um but like the w the way that you just get to keep working at something and keep developing it and make it something really brilliant that just isn't afforded to you in film. It's simply not no. like there just isn't the time. Like you sometimes if you're at the end of a day and you're about to deal with thousands and thousands of dollars in overtime, like um, the shot has to be got in four takes Yeah. unless you want to fork out the money. And like that's a hard conversation Fran and I've had to have sometimes yeah. where it's like she's like i want to go again and i'm like you can go one more time <laughs> or else you're gonna have to pay and like of course we have twenty thousand like dollars to pay everyone yeah, yeah like or we're gonna have to do like a reshoot day which is gonna cost even more than that like of course it's like a, a shot where it's like one of the most impossible things it requires like five different camera movements and like there's a, a child in front of the camera who's not hitting their mark or you know it's like oh my god literally kill me literally kill me but it's a difficult thing to negotiate with directors when you are in the assistant director role because because mm -hmm, you get yelled at the whole time it's like but why nah i don't yet let people <laughs> yell at me I, I command respect um <laughs> but like if you're if you're in when you schedule something you schedule with care and there's a lot of meetings that go on beforehand where it's like, are you sure? Like, where are your priorities? What are your most important scenes? And if you tell me a scene is going to make or break the movie, I will schedule four hours for it. 
Yeah. Like, and I will do that. And that is something I will do. But you'll get to that day, right? And in the morning, something that is maybe less important, but feels important in the moment will be taking longer. And they'll look at the schedule and they'll go, why the hell do we have four hours for that yeah. scene later? <laughs> we don't need four hours for it. Like, let's take time from there. Let's shoot into that time. And then all of a sudden you're at the end and you get to the super important moment. And people are like, why do I only have 40 minutes to do this? <laughs> and you're like, because you said you wanted to take three hours and 20 minutes to shoot something less important this morning because your head wasn't screwed on straight. Right. And it's so much about like trying to like, yeah, like navigate it. force people's heads into a straight line. But at the end of the well, day, like if you tell me you want to pull time and you are confident in that decision, I'm there to like respect that and let that happen. Except with, with my film, we had like NYU restrictions and I was only yeah. supposed to shoot it within like six days um so we couldn't have like i don't know we just couldn't really have all the time that we needed for specific shots and stuff so it was like it was kind of a disaster but it was okay it was not a disaster i well, resent you were, for saying that it was just in my mind it felt like a train crash it was actually one of the most elegant backflips i've ever done in my life it was you are so lucky about how that <laughs> i know i'm lucky <laughs> In my mind, it felt like the worst week ever because it was so exhausting. But yeah, I don't know. Do we have time for one more kicks? One more. <laughs> Let's see. One more. If you were an animal, what would you want to be? But what would you actually be? I right. would want to be a dog, but I would actually be a sloth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you ever met a sloth? Period. Yeah. I love. Sloths. I had an obsession with them. Like I still kind of do, but I had a phase where it was like everything and anything sloths. It's actually crazy how slow <laughs> they move in real life. No, I know. And Kika literally took me to go see some, and I think I cried. <laughs> oh, we were somewhere. Where on earth were we? <gasps> Rock Hakama. <laughs> Rock Hakama. There's a weird little tiny fucking building. Box. A literal it's fuck. like sloth encounters we here in butt fuck nowhere. We should have gone there instead. We drove three hours yeah. away to go no, see our We should have gone there. Nice. It was on the side of like a main road yeah, probably and it like looked like a shed and it was like sloths here. And Fran was like, oh my God, sloth. And I was like, <laughs> those sloths are not living a good life. And we should not we should give not money to their establishment. That. Yeah. Like, this is not. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. I've never like touched one but They're i went so cute, when i was in costa rica bro. when i was 16 on like a trip with school we were on um like a, a, a kayaking yeah, thing through a river and um they were like hanging out in the wild on the side of the river <laughs> and i just remember being like damn they really do move oh that God. slowly yeah no they're real fucking slow i love it's it crazy i love it anyways i think i would want to be oh yeah Oh yeah, you forgot Sorry, about I me. Forgot about you. So mean. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, you're forgettable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> her eyes are bugging out of her head. Take it back. I take it back. Okay, good. You're so memorable. What did I say earlier about the fact that I command respect? <laughs> I command respect. Um, no, hey, every time you've called Kika recently, I've answered her phone because yes. I'm so obsessed with you. What is that? I don't it's know. So I called Kika week. and Francesca I'm like, hello. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have my 
my phone all the and time. And the, funny, the funniest you. part about it is sometimes I've called Francesca first. She hasn't <laughs> picked up her own phone. And then I've called Kiko and she picks up Kiko. <laughs> hey, what's I poppin'? wonder what you're doing on my phone. <laughs> you're there always there. She's been too. on it regularly. Really. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, it's weird. I, I immediately gravitate towards Kat, but I think that's mm. just because my name is Katrin. So I think insane. I would want to be a giraffe. <laughs> no, <laughs> she could be tall. I'm perfectly happy with the length of what my neck. What about a baboon? A baboon. <laughs> um, I think I would want to be something. What's like something so cool? A mm, jellyfish. Peacock. Toucan. Is that a, that's a word, right? A toucan. A toucan. A toucan. Yeah. A bird. A to- oh a my god! I used to love toucans, toucans, toucans are so when pretty. I was little. They're so fucking cool. We've seen toucans too. I know. I, I think I would want to be something really sick, like a, a leopard. Like a snow leopard. Oh, yeah. Like oh. running around. Like a big cat. On the ice, like so quick. Yeah. A big cat. Yeah. <laughs> a big cat. A really big cat. In reality, it's a short woman with a big personality. It'd probably <laughs> give like pit bull energy. Yeah. TBH. Yeah, a little one. Like if I'm being really frank with it, I'm probably giving pit bull, but I want to be giving snow leopard. Oh, okay. Just one last one to, to wrap it up. Yeah. If you could have a talk show or a reality show, which what, what would you have? Like one that exists or one that you make up? I actually was... Okay, it was actually Kika and I came up with this. But we were going to call it... Well, should I even bring this up if we actually... We're not going to do it. We should do it. We should do it. Well, let oh, me know. This if is the, so like, the Netflix thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't talk I about shouldn't it. bring it up. No. Somebody will steal it for sure. You think somebody's It's gonna- a good-ass idea. It is a good ass idea, but I don't well, think I don't anyone think would have to. No one would have the same access to make it happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I feel like we should well, do it on this podcast. It. You haven't pitched it, oh, so why funny. not? We could do it on this podcast. I'll pitch it and then I'll talk about it another time. If y'all is are it, really curious, like it does include my deck. dad. I would do I a reality TV show of my family. My family's a fucking like disaster. keeping up with the Scorsese. Yeah, keeping up with the Scorsese's for mm-hmm. fucking sure. Yeah. I think my perspective would be really funny too. You really, yeah. Because, like, you'll Just come to me and be like, the what the fuck? My dad this. And then your dad will come to me and be like, Kika, you need to help Francesca with this. <laughs> because, you know, she'll listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't bring up my idea. You really think somebody... I don't know. I think it, I think it could be made. I don't know if it'll be made. My dad is but we haven't 80 years it. old. So... Pitch it. I think it could be made. I think I think you should save it. But you, we've just hyped up a bunch of buzz for it. Yeah. Anyway, um, what would I have? What would I do? What would I steal? Steal? Well, they, this question said we could steal a reality TV show oh. too and like claim it as our own. <laughs> I want to do the chicken wing one. Oh, chicken ho- leg? the hot sauce hot wings. Ones. Hot, hot ones? That would be fun. Hot ones. Jennifer Lawrence just did it. I would be crying. She just did it and she was crying. Yeah, yeah where hot she's ones like, is fun. Although is I would hate to be that host. Why? Having oh, to yeah, do having that, that every week. His acid reflux must, <laughs> must be, be through crazy. the roof. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know how much Tums he takes. <laughs> Does he take Prevacid? Maybe. No, it's like those people that like do those crazy food challenges <laughs> and their like entire lives are ruined by it. Maybe he pulls an all-nighter after the challenge. Honestly, I think I'd love to have a chat show, maybe, but probably not. Um, or maybe I would want to do something more fun <laughs> than that. Or, or like architectural digest. Can I she have that? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say architectural digest. <laughs> 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 you know, you know how they're like.
like, hello, AD, welcome to my home. And they do the tours. Yeah. That's or maybe Vogue, Vogue That's 73 Vogue. questions. I just want to go inside people's houses. And Amazing. see them. You want to go in people's love houses. people's houses. Yeah. So interesting. Isn't there that TikTok guy that does that? Yes. But I would like to do he's it on like, a larger scale. He's like, hey, uh, take me to your house. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. he just goes he's in like, and He's like, how much do you pay in rent in New York City? And We're then like, he goes well, in. this and that. Yeah. Anywho, we got to go, guys. Our friends are here. We're about to go out. But we love you. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Treading Lightly. You can find us at Treading Lightly Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at treadinglightlypodcast at gmail.com. Please send us all your Q&As and anything you want us to chat about. All topics. Nothing's off limits. Talk to us. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. Mwah.